ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you won't like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and Matt Fosheron. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Window. Let's roll. Try to keep up. Turn up the AC stage. Eating up. Eat it up. Time to devour the full charge power hour. Welcome to the Full Charge Power Hour. We have a very special guest today from the neighborhood, from Los Feliz, from all, from all things comedy, Mr. Nick Yusuf. Yeah, man. What's up? <laughs> Dude, I've known you 10, 12 years. That still is funny. See? The barking thing is still funny. Everyone's favorite thing yeah. that's come back to life through the podcasting. And there's still people... I can tell how many fans are in the audience by when they're calling my name. There's yeah. usually, I mean, I'm still at a low level of fame, uh-huh. but you can usually hear like two people like, oh, rrr, rrr. yeah, <laughs> it's fucking dumb as shit. It's great. Um, who did the intro music? This guy Garrett Plummer, okay, from San Diego, fucking came correct. He did the Crab Feast theme song. Really? He did my theme song. He's the fucking man. Follow at Garrett Plummer okay. on Twitter. Uh, you know, I don't fucking. He's got to have a website or something. Look him up. He yeah. just makes fucking music. I've met him. He just like he's like, hey, I want to make you an intro song, and he then boom, sent, here. he sent me an intro song, and I go, hey, that's too much like the Crab Feast, and I used to be on the Crab Feast. Can, oh can, yeah, can you send me another one? <laughs> he sent me that one. Whoa. It's fucking awesome. I used to have this um, theme song. Um, fuck, I hope I can pull it up really quick. What's uh, great about like people on the internet is that they're either the worst humans imaginable <laughs> or they're like really cool people that like are like oh here's an outlet for my creativity i'm gonna make people uh, a podcast intro or send them a song most people on the internet are fucking assholes as you found out today tell the audience what you did today oh i did this i did this uh live televised podcast and for these two guys and they're cool dudes and shit but like um, it was live streaming via, like in London or right, some shit. Right. And the comments were broadcast on a television right. during the show. And right. it's like just people calling you a faggot for an hour. <laughs> it's like you look like an idiot. You guys are queer. They got, there were like phone calls that came in. It's right. like, I'm from Liverpool. You guys are a bunch of homos. <laughs> Click. <laughs> okay. What has Liverpool done since the fucking Beatles left? I don't think anything. And I thought, I'm like, I even asked the guy, I'm like, I thought England was like socially progressive. I'm like, what's your deal with like gay people? Because we're like, we were dressed well. Like everyone right. on the thing was like dressed cool. Right. And he had like some, some deep seated issue with that. I think, um, you know, Europe has this this uh, reputation as being advanced or whatever. Yeah. But not only do they hate, uh, are they like racist? They hate like the next town over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. hate like other white people. Yeah, I think it's the <laughs> accent makes them seem all sophisticated, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah, it's but like it's not. Yeah, you're like, oh, you're you hate anything brown. <laughs> this is our old theme song, and people are demanding it back. It came but, with a video. But they don't. This is a ice great fucking song. I'll buy you I wish this, this was the theme song. No disrespect to Garrett. That will make your like eyes really covers the feeling of the show. But most people don't know how gay it is. Like that guy in Liverpool would hate this video. Oh, yeah. But it's just a dude dancing in like speedos. The only thing gay about it is the thoughts you might have. Yeah. So that's on you, <laughs> Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> um, go to thefullcharge.com uh, and donate if you like. Buy my CD. This is the part of the job I hate. Go to my calendar. I'm opening up for Burt Kreischer quite a bit. And I need you at Nut Street Comedy Club March 20th because it's a fucking door deal. I'm passing through. I'm hoping the shit works out. It probably won't, but I need you guys there. Is Nut Street in North Carolina? Yeah, it's in okay, Wilmington, yeah. North Carolina. I heard about that place. When I did Comedy Zone Charlotte. Yeah. And people were like talking about that spot. They said it's in like a cool part of town, I think. It's in a real cool part of town. Uh-huh. And I don't have you ever been to Wilmington? No, no. It's nothing but young, young titties. 
no walking way. around. It's like a regular like Austin okay, or yeah. like any kind of college town. People don't realize how many cool towns there are. Yeah, when you think the South, you're like, fuck. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm in a college town. This is just like being in it's like LA, San yeah. Francisco, Portland, Austin. Yeah. Right. This is where they filmed Dawson's Creek. There's okay. like surfers. That's the one just, strike just, against it. Yeah, the exactly. Dawson's Creek thing. I don't want to wait. <laughs> Come on out and see me, guys. And uh, where should I play on the East Coast? If you know, hit me up on Twitter at the Full Charge because um, I got a couple days to kill. I'm like featuring, so I got to make like tours out of this shit. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So pick up gigs in between. I got to do pickup gigs. Okay, yeah, I that's need, good. I need you all to hook me up. Let me know at the Full Charge. Nick, you got anything you want to promote? You definitely want to promote your podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're also, uh, it's called Occasionally Awesome. We're also on All Things Comedy, uh, the greatest podcast network ever. Mm-hmm. There's a ton, dude, there's, true. there's legitimately, like, I actually don't even have a problem saying that. You know, you have to promote stuff that right. sometimes you're like, well, it's kind of okay. This is legitimately great. Like, all the fucking dudes on there. We're like the Wu-Tang Clan, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Nobody can really touch us. Yeah. Everybody on there is sick. Yeah. And everybody else on the other networks fucking suck. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> other networks and your bullshit podcast. Um, but dude, it really is just wall to wall funny guys. Because it's Al and Bill are like they're only gonna get if dudes we, they like. If we only just had Al Magical and Bill Burr on the fucking yeah. network, we would already already be crush the competition. Yeah. But uh, we got tons of other good guys on there. But you guys... Me and you, Kevin Christie. Are you sticking to the format of doing a field trip before or like a, an activity before every... We, the, for a while, it was like every other episode. Yeah. We're like, we should do a field trip. Like, we'll go... We did one where we went to a concert. Right. We saw Jake Bug, who's this British dude. Yeah, I know. So clearly he hates gay people. Fucking no. racist. Uh, yeah, racist homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> But he's super talented, man. He's like 20 years old, and he's like this singer-songwriter kid, and he kills it. So I won tickets to the show. Like, I was driving, listening to KCRW, and I, oh, call now, win tickets. I'm like, oh, and I called, and I got in, like, right away. Wow. They're like, oh, hold on with your member number. I'm like, oh, shit, I won. And they're like, you get, you get a ticket plus one. And then I, I had the idea then. I'm like, oh, Kevin, A, go to the show with me, and right. B, let's do a podcast yeah. on... What it's like going to a concert and you know all this shit. Yeah, and then we turned it into like, what else do we like and that we do, and then make that right. the theme of every episode. Right, and you've gone where you went to the art park. We went to the La- uh, LACMA. Okay, so that we we just did because Kevin's a big art guy. Yeah, he went to yeah, art yeah. school. He's like a legit artist. Right. So I'm like, let's do an episode about art because you know all there is to know, and I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be the idiot, and then you be the the you know the wise, well informed art right. guy. So we went to the museum, and then we talked about some shit, and then he kind of right. schooled me and everyone on, on art. You know, right. like, here's what you shouldn't be worried about. Here's what, you know. Yeah. Um, and then we did, we went to the Rose Bowl swap meet. Okay. And then we kind of talked about vintage stuff, and, you know. Oh, my, uh, I had a, a girlfriend, and she yeah. was like, I know how I'm going to make extra money. Rose Bowl swap meet. Yeah. Fucking got there at like 5 a.m. Dude. Caged in. You can't leave. And uh-huh. everyone else is just like knocking it out of the park. They're all experienced. Oh, yeah. My poor ex-girlfriend had like maybe like yeah. 50 shirts or some shit. Right. It was fucking awful. It's a zoo, man. It's like you you can't really cover it all in one day. Yeah. You know, and you kind of have to know what you're doing. And you, when you walk through all these, like if you go a bunch, you kind of realize, oh, it's a lot of the same vendors yeah. and a lot of them know each other. Right. And they know everything there is to know about what shit is worth and kind of how to rip you off and, yeah. you know, all that. Yeah. No, we you, were rookies, man, and we never fucking went back. Oh, yeah. Because you got to pay in, too. It's not just some free-for-all. Oh, to have a booth there. Yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. pay like $80 yeah. to just sit there and get sunburned. Oh, I know. <laughs> I don't know if she made the money it's, back or not. That's like a whole... It's like it's people think like oh it's like having a garage sale but there'll be a bunch of people that'll be there but it's like it's a whole world man yeah you got it's like know. having a garage sale when everyone else on the block is having a garage yeah. sale and you got to compete yeah and like Hugh Hefner is having a garage sale too he's yeah, got yeah. all this dope shit and, and all food. these guys like they they legitimately like do it for a living so they the reason they have cool shit is they will get on a plane right. and go to the Midwest yeah. and go to garage sales and Goodwills yeah. where people go, oh, like, 
I heard this one girl talking about how she got a Chanel bag, like a right. purse, which are normally hundreds and hundreds. Right. She got one for 12 bucks because some lady in a Chicago suburb, old lady, didn't know and was like, oh, I'm going to get rid of this now. Yeah. And Goodwill's like, whatever, yeah, this is 10, 20, yeah. whatever. She brought it back here and then sold it for like 250 bucks. Yeah, dude. So these people... They they fly to these places, get shit for dirt cheap, come back here and mark it up five thousand percent. Yeah, and then they make a killing. Yeah, no, there was used to, there, the I lived in Baltimore for a little bit, and those thrift stores are off the fucking hook. Yeah, yeah. And people from New York would just come down and raid our thrift stores right. and mark them up. Like yeah, ten thousand percent. Have you ever done um, uh, uh, Charlie Goodnights in Raleigh? Yes, there is the best vintage store I've ever been to. In Raleigh, it's yeah. called Father and Son, uh-huh. and it's three. It's like three or four stories, or so three stories, and then a basement floor, right. just full of furniture and clothes and all this shit. Right. And I went in there. It was with Bobby Lee. We were on the road together. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, yeah, this vintage store, some fucking hipstery dude told me about. Because I, when I'm in on the road, I find people that look like they know where the cool shit yeah, is, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, where do I go? And and in in North Carolina, you mostly just run into dude with like jean shorts. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like uh, like uh, fucking alligator shirts. Yeah, like That's they all like look the like state. they all look like Kyle Kinane, but not in a cool way. <laughs> and they just happen to look that way, you know? Um, on accident. Yeah, yeah. So he directs me there, and I go, and it's this giant amazing place i got like three shirts and like i got like this old 50s apron for the girl i was dating at the time Um, and like a couple other things and (laughs) get to cooking yeah 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 i know um (laughs) but she collected them or whatever yeah here and it was all 27 bucks yeah and she and i'm like how much she goes where are you from and i'm like la she's like you probably think this is dirt cheap i'm like well because it is dirt cheap. Yeah, yeah she's like the people that live here think this is expensive right and i'm like that she's like we're the business is struggling it's like during the recession yeah and i'm like look here's tickets to the show come to the show i'm gonna plug this store because it's unbelievable and then she let me come back the next day and she's like you can go look through my back stock room that's awesome and just pick out whatever the hell you want right and uh, and you know like she'll hook me up and shit. It was unbelievable. There was a place in Baltimore called, called Value Village. And yeah, it was it was like an old Kmart, and we used to go there even when you know this is the only like shopping bug I ever got. Mm-hmm. I'm not really into shopping, but we would go there just for fucking fun because they always find a cool T-shirt. Yeah. Like I get like this T-shirt that like custom-made t-shirts for other people okay, like i had yeah. one that some doctor's office they all had it on their softball team and just said like smooth operators yeah yeah yeah. and like you know crazy shit we get like bikes yeah old rolling stones it was just huge and we yeah. would just go and we'd spend like seven dollars and fifty cents yeah and, and out here all those things shit. would cost you 580 dollars yeah no yeah. i don't even bother with it out here um and you also like I, I saw you were like you went to dance class or some shit for you yeah Wait, I like did. what kind of dance class it, it's not really a specific kind, but forever I never was into dancing, yeah. never cared about it, never yeah. like went to nightclubs, never right. just never did it. But if you can do it, when you don't even have to be that good, like yeah. even at the hipster places, if you can do it, like tons of chicks are going to want to dance with you. Yeah, it's, it's the move. If you if you got the is. balls, yeah, exactly. You never, I never feel cool doing it. Yeah, but it always works, even if you suck at it. Yeah, as long because you're just having fun, and it's a it's kind of like an icebreaker without words. And girls, so like, hey. girls really like to do it. Yeah, because girls don't feel as dumb as we do. When yeah, they do yeah, it. They, yeah. They actually like it. It's just one of those things girls do. They go dancing. Yeah, you know, yeah They do yeah, it in yeah. fucking heels. It's like <laughs> right. it's like built into their DNA. They just right. know they're born. Yeah, because even the girls that are like too cool for school, yeah. and like only listen to the Smiths or whatever, yeah. if they play something with a beat, they will. Fu- as yeah. long as it's at the hipster club, they will right. fucking dance to it. Like even ten at, of them at concerts and shit. Like you see people like a, a good upbeat song will come yeah. on, and people just start dancing. Right. And I'm like, I was like, you know what? That's something I've never done, and it's it just seems fun, and it's yeah. way outside of my wheelhouse. But I'm like, right. I'm gonna do something new and different that right. makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it'll it'll just make my brain work in a different way. I'm like, yeah. I want to have fun doing something. You actually new. have to shut your brain off. To do yeah. This. You got to let loose. It's just my way of like letting loose and relaxing. You know? So 
I went to this uh, this concert at the Knitting Factory. It's like Knitting Factory on Hollywood Boulevard. It's gone now. Oh, way back. But I went to see this band called Chick Chick Chick. Yeah, I know the exclamation point. So they were like they were like a dance band, and I was just sitting on the like the floor, the ground floor, watching them. And the guy's like, "This is a fucking dance party. If you're not gonna dance, go right upstairs." And I remember I didn't wait one second. Yeah, I just walked right. You're like, where are the stairs? Yeah, yeah. I was like that too, man. It's like pe- yeah. I, if I was like forced into a nightclub situation, yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, there's a dance floor here. You're at a birthday party." My move would be like, "Well, I'm gonna post up at the bar and order yeah. a whiskey and fucking right. sip on that shit." Yeah, and then now I, I don't even drink anymore, right. so I'm like, I don't even have that option. Am I gonna be the guy at the bar drinking water? It's yeah. like, you know, it's just well, you're gonna of, need that water because your dance moves are yeah. sick now, right? Yeah. Did you? What kind of class did you take? Well, it's not a, it wasn't like a specific class. It yeah. was like I met this dance instructor. She's a choreographer. She saw me do stand-up once and like hit me up online and we kind of just were, hey, you know, good show, right. this and that. What do you do? What do you, you know, just like this casual conversation. And then I, when I realized, I was like, oh, I want to do this. And I was right. like, oh, that, that girl's a, a dance instructor. Let me right. ask her what I should do. And she goes, well, you know, I teach classes and stuff, either to groups or, or one-on-ones. Right. And I'm like, and she sent me like her resume and she's legit. She does, you know, she's been dancing 25 years and all this shit. And I'm like, I want you to teach me. I'm like, I told her I know nothing about dancing. So I don't even have a genre that I want to do. I don't even know how to walk. Yeah, yeah. I'm bad at walking. (laughs) Um, And uh, and she's like, all right. I'm going to teach you to moonwalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I told her, I'm like, I want to learn the robot. I want to learn to pop and lock. I want all that shit. I want to know how to do all of it. Right. And she, and that was exciting to her because she was like, oh, you seem really just yeah. excited to learn all this shit. Right. And she's like, come by the studio and we'll spend an hour, an hour and a half just kind of figuring out what you can and can't do. And then I'll just show you some stuff right. and we'll kind of develop things from right. there. So there's no like, you know, it's not like I want to learn to fucking ballroom dance or anything. It was... Yeah. Just more of like, teach me how to fucking move my stiff, uptight, exactly. you know, body. So, yeah. My boy, Radio Rando, who like, he started the Crab Feast with me. Is that his birth name? He, uh, what's that? Radio Rando? Radio Rando. He's a friend of mine. I've known him since college. Okay. And he, was, he always swore by the dance floor, dude. He was right. always going out there. Yeah. And it worked. Like, he would like roll up on chicks, start dancing, and, and then he'd end up like making out with them and then just like going away and like making out with some other chick yeah. like it worked for him and he was no fucking Romeo yeah but it, it, it's just like it works girls are just like oh this guy can they equate it to like if you're a good dancer you're good in bed I've well, heard that a lot yeah well, I mean there's that but there's also like it's just fucking fun for them at yeah. the moment it's fun you know? in, a, in so many different ways it appeals to a girl right, right. it's like oh this guy can move he's having a good time he seems yeah. you just seem a little cooler comfortable you're not the fucking wallflower you're not like you know. so are you comfortable dancing now in public oh no no I've only had two lessons right so it's like I don't I still have no idea what oh, okay. I'm doing yeah okay so it's gonna be a little while yeah but that's good man that's a step in the right direction I it mean, is man I mean eventually you know you're still pretty young but pretty soon the fucking weddings are gonna start going down exactly <laughs> Yeah, and it, you know, if you're at a fucking wedding, because there's no way a wedding's fun. No. So it's like you might as well, like, oh, the only fun part is everyone dancing. Yeah. I can, I will soon do that. Right. You know? Right. And that means you're going to have to go down the playlist. Like, they're definitely going to play, like, um, like uh, I don't know, what, like, the popular, like, uh, dance songs, like, uh, Daisy, so I don't even know like what those Daisy are. Dukes. Yeah, I don't even know what they are yeah. either. You got to go to like a neighborhood in like fucking Atwater Village because they yeah. play like all the old club hits yeah. every Saturday night out of their fucking garages. Right. It's awful. I used to call the cops on them. When I, you know, really? like Atwater Village is like a bad neighborhood. It's right in the middle of all these cool neighborhoods and it's like gang central. Atwater? Atwater Village. Not, the, not right by Los Feliz Boulevard, right by like Fletcher. Oh, yeah, you know over in mean? that area. Because oh, you're in between that and Eagle Rock and then it's mm-hmm. like. There's that dead zone of yeah, like it I, never got gentrified. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I tried to gentrify it yeah. single handedly. It yeah. didn't fucking work. Dude, I was out of there in nine months. When I, because I, I grew up in L.A. Yeah. When I was a when I was a kid, it's like you didn't go to Echo Park for anything except like let's buy some weed and get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah. That's all you went there for. Right. Now you go there and you're like, oh, we can buy weed at a dispensary, yeah. and then there's a yoga studio next door, and then a vegan place next yeah. door to that. Yeah. It's a whole nother world now. Eagle Rock, same thing. There was nothing there. Atwater was 
considered South Glendale, and there was nothing, nothing there. Yeah. And now it's all hip fucking boutiques and like shit you can't afford. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I lived in Echo Park in like 2006, and it was still like yeah. plenty ghetto. Like, Cause yeah, Silver Lake was still coming up back then. Yeah, there was like guys like with all their cars up on cinder blocks, yeah. always like running a garage out of their house, yeah. and then like there was like dog fights on somebody else's front lawn. Yeah, it all those hip neighborhoods awful. like start out as like gang territories, pretty much. Yeah, and then like the boutiques kind of push them out. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love gentrification. It's great. Um. We're the, it's the whitest thing ever. I love gentrification. It's awesome. <laughs> Take that, poor people. I want to shout out to some of the donators because you guys have been generous lately. Uh, Garrett Plummer, you didn't have to fucking donate, dude. You wrote us a song. He but donated thank you. a song, yeah. Ryan Venacolt, Ralph Perez, Melly Konyea, Joe Slart, David Simmons, Daniel Barron, Bennett Nadu. What do you think whoa, that whoa, is? Whoa. Let's see. That one right there. Uh, I think it's Benoit. Benoit? Yeah. Remember, remember Chris Benoit, the wrestler? No, the I WWF don't. The WWF wrestler? Yeah. I don't remember that. He was just the most boring weirdo, but I was always like, what kind of fucking name is that? Was he that? French like, or something? I think he was like Canadian, which is like shitty French. Right. Yeah. No, that would be so great if he was like real French and like with a beret. Yeah. And like BP he world. didn't even have that. It was just like a guy wearing like wrestling shorts <laughs> or whatever. It's like, have an act, dude. The Stone no. Cold Steve Austin, the Ultimate Warrior. There's all these like guys that try and he's yeah. just like, I'm Chris Benoit, man. Yeah. That was hey, it. You always knew. It sounds like he was kind of good, though. Did he ever win? I think he did all right because I remember his name and he was kind of known. There's always like you'd watch like a regular Saturday morning one when wrestling was really popular in the oh, yeah. 80s and you'd see like the Killer Bees versus Mike Smith and Jeff yeah. Simmons. It's like, who do you think's going to win? Of course. The yeah. fucking Killer Bees. Yeah. James Willard, thank you. Murray Saul, thank you. Carissa Olmos, Briston Davidge, David Ferguson, Jonathan Stepp. Y'all fucking thank you. Man, Krista almost must have had a rough time in, in school. Why is that? With that name. What is that? Almost. There's just so much shitty childhood things you can do with that. Like what? Like you're almost? You're, yeah, you're almost and then blank. Because <laughs> you, you don't have to be clever when you're a right. kid. No. You just go, Krista almost pretty, almost yeah, cool. Almost, right. but, and when you're in seventh grade, oh! Set, you said almost cool, but like it's the most clever insult ever. Yeah, no, it'll set the room on fire, yeah. and everybody's just pointing at you like, you yeah, yeah. It. Like, I mean, my last name got changed into "you suck," right? But that was like in, instantly in as eighth as grade. The, the that door. guy was the king of comedy because sure. he made that up, right. and I was just like, "Fuck my name," yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. So, our apologizes, uh, apologies to Carissa. Fucking, I hope it wasn't that bad. I mean, she made it. She definitely made she's it. An and she's adult. got a bank account. Yeah, she's donating the stuff. She's a well-rounded individual now. <laughs> so, dude, the car broke down, and I fucking... I've always had a car in L.A. Oh, you have to. I walked... I didn't walk. I took the fucking subway mm-hmm. from here to the Melrose Improv. How does yesterday. that even get... This is what you do. You walk your ass down... Sunset in Vermont. Sunset in Vermont. And you take it to Hollywood and Highland, and, walk and then down. you walk your ass down. That's not bad. It's not that bad. Yeah. I saw this guy. I was I was at the um, Melrose Improv for the Super Bowl. Okay. Because I I didn't fucking plan it. I didn't know where to go. Yeah. Uh, I don't have TV. My girlfriend doesn't have cable, but she still wants. We're the same. Like we are not into football, but still had to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, because it's like an event. So I'm down there, and the dude's like, "Hey, why don't you do a Friday night show?" Okay. It's at 6, and I'm like, all right, I haven't done the fucking Hollywood Improv. It's 6 p.m.? In a while. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's a red flag. But I'm like, fuck yeah. it, I'll do it, because I'm doing Bar Lubridge at 8, so I figure I'd just make a trip out of it. Okay. I go down to um, the Improv. It's a fucking, it's an open mic, which I haven't done a Hollywood open mic. Wow. In years. I mean, that's where we met. Yeah. And I think I probably stopped doing them at least 10 years ago. Yeah, because we about... just started doing like bad comedy store sets and stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, and then, I think like, we did more like book shows after yeah. about yeah, like I don't know, two thousand two. You know, yeah, like, yeah. they were kind of open mics, but at least they weren't go and sign up. I haven't done an open mic in probably since like two thousand four yeah. or something like that. So or five. Here's what sucks about the open mic that I forgot about: all like rookie comic audience. 
Oh, yeah. So I got up there. I got that open mic feeling where I just mm. went up there and they're all just looking at me like, fuck you, dude. That open mic feeling, by the way, is just a cold, dead room. <laughs> it feels like you're like, I can see human bodies, but I can't feel the warmth and of then, those bodies. And I'm, you make an eye contact with everybody and they're going, not today, dude. Yeah. Dude, you got not an today. eye contact crowd? I, That's I was, good. Yeah, no, I know. One guy Because normally with, they're looking down at notes. Yeah. yeah. One guy's sitting there with like a violin. Dude. Like he didn't get on. He's just sitting there all mopey with his violin. Yeah. That's got to be the saddest part if you're a prop comic at an open mic and you don't get on. All of a sudden, this props feel bigger and heavier yeah. and weirder to you. You're just sitting there with your fake chainsaw or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your dunce cap. Uh, yeah. And that's what's funny, too. I'm just thinking about this now. Like, open mics used to be brutal until mm. you got in to the scene. Uh-huh. And then all the comics would laugh at you just because, yeah. like, they were your friend or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And that's when you start writing really bad jokes because everything you say gets laughs. Yeah. Um, or you do open mic crowd work where oh it's all God. inside humor yeah. about what happened at the open mic yesterday yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No. And people would like, like I remember one time some girl made fun of uh, Ted Twyman. Oh, yeah. I remember him. And then Ted Twyman went up at Jennifer's Coffee House the next night and, and made fun of that girl. Like yeah. he'd been thinking about it all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, like, she looks like a fucking hobbit. Yeah. Everyone's like, who? We weren't there. And my girlfriend at the time was like, what, what, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so counterproductive in so many ways to get locked into those open mics. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I had to shake my open mic habits for probably 10 years. I had one when I was still doing them. I had to get myself out of the habit of having a notebook on stage. Mm-hmm. Cause I noticed one day that I had like a notepad on the stool and then I was looking at it for things that I already had had memorized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is now just a weird habit or a crutch. Exactly. And then I was like, I got to not, no more having it on stage. That was also like the thing to do. Yeah. When, like in the in the late 90s, like yeah. all the big comics like Janine Garofalo. Yeah, all those like early alt those, people. Like they don't, fuck, they don't go up there without that goddamn thing. Yeah. And Janine Garofalo did a special. With the notepad. Which is crazy. Whereas when you do a special, they have teleprompters for you. Yeah. You can just, they could just. Yeah, it was part of, it TV. was her prop. It was part, yeah. Yeah. It was it her was violin. Janine Garofalo is a prop comic is what we've learned. Yeah. <laughs> then I went and did Bar Lubitsch, which was just like fucking even worse. At yeah. least like I went over the open micers. They were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, fucking Bar Lubitsch, uh, I haven't done like a, like an all LA room in a long time either. What, what's the show at? What night of the week was that? It was Friday. Okay. I, I'm I'm just up there, like just fucking talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone's just like talking. That room is weird because it's it's in a bar, but it's in a separate room, which is what you want when Absolutely. you hear a bar show. That's that old school New York. Yeah. Like, um, it, when it works there, it works. Oh, dude! It, when it works, because it's amazing. It's nice and tight. It's small, and then there's a little bar in that room, so people aren't like going in and out all the yeah, time. Yeah. But when yeah, when it's like full or half full, it's great. But when there's like nine people, you're like, this is misery. Right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I see this kid I know, and I don't want to give it away who it is because I don't want to embarrass him. I doubt he listens to my podcast. But what's his first and last name? Yeah, his <laughs> first name is Stephen. Yeah. His last name is Edwards. Uh, but he. Um, I saw him. He just moved to town. Okay. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? Because he's like a local in, let's say, Connecticut. Okay. Every time I go and play Connecticut, I see this kid. And I met him at South by Southwest. Okay. And uh, I'm like, what's going on, dude? I'm like, come on out here. Let's let's talk. How's it going? You know, how long you been here? And he's yeah. like, it's pretty good. He goes, but I think I'm getting kind of homesick. And he just starts crying. No way. <laughs> and I go, dude, come on. Come on. Let's get out of here. I'm like, let's get out of here. I take him outside, and he's crying so much, like, I'm trying not to cry. Holy shit. How old is this kid? He's like 22 or 23. He's never left his, like, his hometown before. Oh, my God. And he's like losing his shit. He's like, I just talked to uh, somebody back home, and I'm thinking he just can't stop crying. Oh, this poor guy. So I got to do the whole thing. I'm like, it's horrible when you first move. Like, I just moved to New York, and, I, and that was even horrible for me, even though I'm like old. Yeah. And I have a resume, and I have hundreds of friends in New York. Yeah, I had to like, I had to like talk them off the ledge, like right there on Santa Monica Boulevard. Oh I my felt god, so fucking bad for him, dude. That and it was, sucks. That it, poor kid. I know, I know. And then he wiped his eyes and like hung out for the rest of the night. And he, so he just had to let it out. But then, yeah. But then I'm like, hey, let's go down the street. My girlfriend's at a birthday party, so we walk down the street, and then he gets a text. He's like, oh. 
Yeah, somebody cooler just texted me, dude. I gotta go. <laughs> no way. He's already learning. He's already learning how to live in L.A. He used me to get through, and then he just fucking what a, split. Now I fucking hate this yeah, guy. He's a good kid. A he's, minute ago. He's kind of like... um. He is like really up on the comedy scene. Isn't uh-huh. it weird when you meet somebody from a small town who knows way about way more about your friends than you do? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, now they can. They, they just go can. online. Yeah. yeah. It's weird now that people like can know who you are before you're like I've never even been to your city. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good and it's also it's also weird. It's very strange. Like like I was in Seattle or Tacoma and this dude was like, Yeah, so Crafty's guys left the Jay Moore Network, and I was like, oh, they did? He's like, you don't know this? I'm like, no. <laughs> we talk like once a month. That's hilarious. <laughs> I remember I was, in, I was in San Francisco like a couple years ago. I was playing Punchline, and I, I got there like a couple days early, so I'm like, oh, let me find whatever shows are around town. I can yeah. jump on those to work right. out some stuff. I'm at the show, and this guy's like, uh, I, I had a guest spot, and then the guy like wasn't putting me on like yeah. when – when I was supposed to or whatever, and I was like, oh, hey, man, you mind if I... Uh, he's like, oh, what are you... Or do you not live here or something? I was like, oh, no, I'm from L.A. And he's like, what are you doing up here? I'm like, I'm playing the punchline. He's like, oh, okay. And uh, he's like, well, let me see what I can do. And then he goes, uh, he's like, have you ever done... You live in L.A., yeah? I'm like, yeah. Have you ever done Meltdown? I'm like, no, not yet. He's like, oh. <laughs> and then his interest immediately evaporated. I'm like, motherfucker, you've never even been to L.A. You, I mean, it's a very cool show, but yeah, you've yeah, never yeah. even seen the show. Yeah, exactly. And you're judging someone based on a show in another city that you were told right. is cool. But right. yeah, like they, they can have preconceived notions in good or bad ways. Right. And they've never even met you. No, I know. And they're it's, assuming Meltdown is as good as everyone says it is, which it is, it by is, the way. It is, yeah. But it's just funny that they know that because there's, no, yeah. there's no footage of this room. Exactly. There's no audio recording of this show. Yeah. It, it is the best fucking show in the city. Yeah, absolutely. But it, it is weird that they know that. And they all know about Meltdown. Yeah, yeah. Because they're all into the fucking Nerdist podcast. Yeah, they have to know all the cool shit. If yeah, you want to know the yeah, cool yeah, shit yeah. in comedy. But it's like you're judging people... <laughs> Based on a show that you've never been to in a city that you've never it's been like, look, to. I'm playing your club. I'm playing the punchline. Yeah. I'm in your city. Like, yeah. doesn't that speak for anything? And I'm from LA. That's a strike against me. I know, I know. Yeah, it is fucking weird out there. So much info. Um, I can't, I don't know what your schedule's like. I've been, I've been going out with this girl. She works like 20 hours a week. Jeez. Like as a waitress or whatever. Okay. She works at night, if 20 hours a week. Yeah. The whole wake up, at 2 o'clock, 3 p.m. thing. I don't know if you go through that at all. Is that what she I, does? That's what she does. Oh, because she works till like 4. Well, no. She just likes to fucking sleep in. Oh, jeez. So I, I got to like set an alarm at like noon if I want to do anything that day. Yeah. Cause oh, because if she sleeps in, you will too. She, yeah. She lives in on like Hollywood Boulevard. Okay. There's no fucking parking. Yeah. So even before my car broke down two days ago. I had to either take the train into there or get a ride from her. Do you have a bike? I don't have a bike. I got a skateboard. You should get a bike. I'm going to have to get a bike. Because it'll make getting around town, like, I mean, so easy. Yeah. You get from here, Los Feliz to like Hollywood Boulevard. I don't know where in Hollywood Boulevard, but it won't be any more than like 10 or 15 minutes. No, I know. It's right down yeah. the street. It's just one of those things. I did for a, a few years ago. I, I got a bike, like an old bike on Craigslist, and I stripped it down and turned it into like a fixed gear. Yeah. I built it myself, and then I was like, I'm going to see how long I can go without having to drive a car in L.A. Yeah, I hate driving a car, to be honest with you. And, dude, it was unbelievable how much smaller this city actually is to you when you're riding everywhere on a bike. Right. I can get from Los Feliz to Santa Monica in under an hour. Yeah. And that's the the same, if not longer, in a fucking car. I know, because you can't get anywhere in a car. And I'm like, I've been fucked this entire time. I've been like in traffic fuming when I could just be like coasting down the street with a fucking breeze. Yeah. And, and even, like calm calm and cool and having a good right. time. Even if you did have stress, it would be like yeah. through your exercise. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I just lived in New York for, for a year or whatever, and I didn't drive at all. I know that's, like, much better out there. Oh, yeah, I mean, they that, have a real... The subway system in LA, there's three stops. Yeah, that's exactly. It. But when I was... Usually, like, you have all day as a comic. I just sit there and look at a blank piece of paper, like, I'm supposed to be writing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now, and I don't... I'm going to get a car as soon as I can. I'm not, like, on board with this way of life. But now, mm. just, like, walking to those gigs... 
you like write so much better. You just bring your phone. All these ideas yeah. pop in your head. You see all this shit. Yeah. You notice all this stuff that you never see just driving past. Yeah, because you're not just thinking about like fucking I hate this traffic <laughs> and I got to get around this idiot. Why is this guy doing, you know, because then you're just thinking about like traffic thoughts. Yeah. And then if those go into your head and turn into comedy you can't do those because no, it's traffic jokes no, and those are hacky that's over but when you're walking down the street you have your mind is thinking in different ways right. you're riding a bike it's like it's you so can, you can have a unique experience where you'd be like i yeah. ran into this guy and he shouted pussy at me yeah and you can go from yeah there. which i get all the time when i'm riding my bike <laughs> me and ed salazar you know who he is i think so yeah he's a, a funny dude he he just got a bike. He was getting a bike and he texted me hey i'm getting a bike what should i get yeah. and we were kind of talking about when you get one let's go ride right so he gets one, and then we meet over in like in Los Feliz, and we're gonna ride up Griffith, yeah, Griffith Park, like yeah, over yeah, the hill. Yeah. And and when I ride like my road bike, I, I'm wearing this fucking spandex shorts and a jersey, and like I'm dressed to yeah. fucking ride. Yeah. And then he was wearing kind of the same thing, and we're like, all right, cool, let's go. And then we start riding up the hill, and then maybe five minutes into the ride, some car is driving down Griffith from the observatory, and we're riding up, and all we hear is baggots. <laughs> And we're like, dude, even in Los Feliz, it's like yeah. we're dressed properly for riding a bike. But, yeah, you don't get that in a car. No, you don't get people yelling weird shit at you in a I car. You do get people yelling at me like I jog up and down Los Feliz, right. especially on concert days at the Greek Theater. Oh, yeah. People are like, hey, Dick, fuck you. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just jogging. You're like, I'm just being I'm just healthy, jogging. man. Yeah, it's usually a fat guy, too. Of course, yeah. It's some guy who's jealous because he's lazy. Going to see Blues Traveler. Are you really? No. Oh. He, he is. He's fat. He likes fat bands. Right. That guy lost all that weight because oh. he got his stomach stapled or yeah. whatever. And then he like broke through the stomach stapling Every- and started gaining it all back. That's what everyone does. That's like destiny. Yeah. He's, he has to be fat. Yeah. No, because – yeah. Even medical science couldn't stop it. Right. No, it can only stop it for so long. It's yeah. Like, it's like that laser eye surgery. It's, it's like, like – It's he, cool for a while. His body was like, I need pizza and pie. <laughs> so it's like just be, just be a fat guy. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, go for a walk after dinner. I mean, that's got to yeah. work better. You got to discipline yourself. Okay, listen. We got a question from Team St- – it's amazing how many people that write me on Twitter – Keep track of you too. That's what we were just talking about. Oh, really? And it's, this is team. This guy changes his name every week. It's at Jose Texter, Team Strothman seventy eight. He was the half charge last week. Okay, I guess he's not down with my. Wonder crew why anymore. he changes his name so much. I don't know, but this is have Nick tell you about his raw denim jeans. Is that a thing <laughs> that you like talk about all the time? It's well, Kevin and I like are into denim. Okay, you know, so we we kind of mention it here and there on on our podcast, and then yeah. we did an episode just about raw denim. Oh, okay, and like the. Because, you know, like, there's certain brands that you get that you, you know, they say you can't wash raw denim. Right. Because it'll, like, it'll remove all the indigo and all that shit yeah, out of yeah, it. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> so we're, like, really overly into denim to right. where people are, like, if we're sitting there talking about it and you kind of walk into the conversation, oh, yeah, jeans, I just got these Levi's. And then you kind of hear us for two minutes, you'll be like, this is another language. You're like, I, I can't, don't. I can't even join this conversation. Right. I don't even know how to shop. Yeah, yeah. This guy upstairs like makes T-shirts or some shit. Is that what that noise is? Man, I don't think I don't think he likes me, man. Like I like he introduced himself to me when he first moved in. Yeah, and, and you're like I'm t- Matt, and he's like I'm <laughs> fuck you, pal. And then he walked off. <laughs> no, he's, he's real cool. And now whatever I see him, I'm like what's up, dude? And he just goes, hey. Like maybe that's weird. Maybe it might have to do with the podcast. You know, people come over and make like racist jokes and stuff. Oh. But he's a white guy. I don't know. This is this is rude. Here, speaking of racism. Uh, at Foster six two eight zero. Okay. There was Foster. Never heard of him. There's already six thousand two hundred and seventy nine Fosters. Uh, <laughs> how devastating was it for you and the rest of the Taliban when Osama was killed? Were there elections following? Do you get this kind of thing all I the time? Th- I, you know, I'll bet this guy listens to Ari's podcast. Oh, okay. Because Ari always makes terrorist jokes. <laughs> At my expense all the fucking time. We, we have to follow each other a lot at the comedy store. And if he's ever bringing me on, he yeah. always goes, this next... Okay, guys, uh, that was my set. This next guy, hey, are you into filthy hyena, Muslim, terrorist, terrorist Arabs? Because this next guy is exactly that. And he goes into this whole thing about how I'm this like evil Muslim terrorist and all this right. shit. Um, and he'll always assign a different country. Like, I'm... Right. I'm... 
the real actual truth is I'm a uh, Lebanese and Christian, right? A raised Christian, and he knows that. But every time it'll be like he's Pakistani, yeah. he's Saudi Arabian, he's from Yemen. He's, it's always a different country, and I'm always a Muslim terrorist, right? And then um, when Bin Laden was assassinated, yeah. And I always do this when he brings me when he brings me up, yeah. Because it's just something that like released the air because no one knows they don't sure. know we're friends. Sure. When Bin Laden was assassinated, I was on the road somewhere I was on the east coast and I was sitting in my hotel room and I was like reading about it and then I get a text from Ari and it all it says is sorry for your loss (laughs) (laughs) it was the best it was so funny but it's like that joke has been going on for 10 years between him and I and it's just there's no end in sight it's amazing I love the store there's little things like that at the store that are are just amazing yeah Uh, Jose Texter is just as as obsessed with you as he is with me okay because he's got another question for you right. and this is like real fucking detailed shit okay hey nick how were your tater tots the other day do you get that That's does that funny. make any sense no yeah the other day i was eating at a diner just by myself and yeah. it's a diner in silver lake that has fucking tater tots which right. you can't find a lot of places sure so i i always go can I get half fries, half tater tots? And I've been there enough to where the, the, the waitress actually was like, you have VIP treatment here. Right, of course. You can get, and we right. won't charge you extra. Right. But then I'm just kind of sitting Very there. Very important potatoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then it's, it's raining or whatever, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to be artsy and take a picture of my plate of food and the rain on the window yeah, in the background. Yeah. And then I put it on Instagram. And, um, and I guess he saw it or whatever. Yeah. And the answer is they were fucking awesome. Because <laughs> who doesn't love... Dude, the second you eat a tater tot, you feel yeah. like you're in the fourth grade right. at the cafeteria. Right. And that's the best part of any cafeteria school meals. It's it, those tater tots. Just way more crispy yeah. and a lot less yeah. potato. They are great. They make you feel like a kid. Will Fowler, Will, Will underscore the beast writes, please discuss how Tool is the best band ever. Is this still your band? That's Tool? Th- that's the discussion. They are the best band ever. That's, that's End it, right? of discussion. Right. No, they're still my favorite band. I don't listen to them like a lot, you know. Yeah, anymore. I know yeah. I mean, they only put one album out every twenty three years, so it's like hard right, to, like, right, you know, right. digest new material. But they're one of those where it's like they'll always be my favorite band. Yeah, but never I, forget your first love. Yeah, yeah. And I listen to other shit more, but. Right. If you ask me ever, who's your all-time favorite? That's the band. Yeah, I, f- I feel that way about like Metallica and the Beastie Boys. Yeah. But there's I love them so much, and yeah. most of the time I'm like I don't fucking want to listen to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've heard it too many times. Yeah. Uh, is your podcast on Stitcher? Is yours? Because mine's fucking not. He couldn't have just went to stick on the Stitcher and fucking <laughs> searched. Like it. to interact with us, dude. I love. I it. should read his name so he feels important. Yeah. Concho. Mike underscore Honcho. Mike Honcho, uh, occasionally awesome, is on Stitcher. So go go search it on there, and go like us on iTunes. And, and let's face it, you've already found it on Stitcher. Why are you wasting our time? I know, I know. Uh, L dude, this is one of my guys. The I dude. think at L dude twelve seventy seven. I can't believe there's that many L dudes out there. Yeah. Uh, which is better, big tits or a nice ass? I'm going to go with that's a good question. A nice ass is more important. And big more, tits are kind of like a luxury item. Why is a nice ass more important? I don't know. I just like an ass better. Because that's mean, just your preference. This okay. is the nature of the question, really. Yeah, yeah. That's like, an interesting question. Like, because, I feel like nice ass is ground floor. Got to have that. And yeah. then nice tits is just like kind of a bonus, you know? Okay. I, my view on that has changed over the years because yes. I used to be like a tits guy. It was yeah. just like tits were right. like... Big, the bigger, the better. Right, it was like a... And was, they had to be real, too. I don't like fake tits. Your life was some kind of 80s ski movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was yeah. just all about It was like a, like a Russ Meyer film. Yeah, Remember yeah, those yeah. like old 60s? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, which I, those were amazing. I'm like, oh. this guy's a genius. Where? I got to go to his gravestone and pay my respects. This guy's amazing. <laughs> he was like my hero. But then over the years, it kind of like, it just, it became less of a necessity, I guess. Sure. But then now it's like if I'm dating a girl that has like an amazing ass, yes. then I'm all I'm like, oh yeah, right. But and then I don't really think about tits, right? Because just she's got a great ass, That's and it's what I'm you know. So it kind of depends on where I am, right? Or so, what's you know. So L dude, it just you know once you get mature enough, yeah, you can make whatever you have in your life work for you. What's really important is just a great body. Because if yeah. a girl has a really great body, she doesn't have to have big tits. If she has like medium. I guess I don't know fucking B C cups or something like that, yeah. and but she's got a 
flat, great stomach, nice legs, nice ass. It's like you're not worried about one or the other. We're missing a key issue here, and it's the face. Oh, that no, that's the, the most. The face carries the body. Yeah, for as far as physical stuff, the most important thing is the face. All right, gotta have a pretty eyes, pretty smile. At Bricks and Bullets writes, Marianne or Ginger? And I think that's kind of the same question as before. I, I, don't, I like brunettes. <laughs> yeah. I go Ginger. I don't, I read, there's very few redheads I've ever been like, yeah. I like Marianne the best. I yeah. like Ginger a lot. But I mean, Jesus Christ. Ginger. Why, why are we trying to sort this out? She's too high maintenance, dude. She had that fucking movie star That's bullshit. true. Marianne dressed cool. She and was, let's face it, you're going to be instantly... Uh, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend with these chicks because you're stuck on an island. Ginger, I think, would have been better in bed. Marianne was a little wholesome. She would have had, like, there would have been a little bit of, like, come on, let's try it. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You could could teach her, though. But I like brunettes over over blondes and redheads for sure. All right. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that stuff. That was some serious shit. Those are the Um, important questions. Thanks for writing in, guys. And now we're going to go to my movie critic, Eric Wendell. See what he's up to. Is this live? This is live. This is great. What the fuck? Yo. Yo, what's up, dude? Uh, just kicking it. Sitting on my couch. <laughs> waiting for the surf report to come in. You surfing now? No. Uh, you just like the report? No, no. no I'm just fucking because of the text uh, right. you sent me earlier. Hey, so you got in a fight at Sharky's in Hermosa Beach. What was that about? <laughs> um, no, we almost got in a fight. Uh, it was really fucking shady, dude. There's so many jock douchebags and surfer dicks that go to that in Hermosa bar. Beach? It's just pointless to even go there because it's, just, you know, it's like a bunch of locals only type bullshit. It's the worst there. You know? He's right. I know. So what happened though? How did you almost get in a fight? Well, uh, me and my friend Joel uh, from uh, the uh, airport. Uh, you know, we, we uh, I used to live with him. That's, that's who I moved in with when Randy helped me move down to El Segundo yeah, that okay. one time a long time ago. Yeah. So what happened? And. Uh, we like to go out to bars and get some drinks and, have, you know, hang out and shit. So we guys went down there one stuff. time, hanging out at the pier, and we went in Sharky's. And uh, I, I, I forget how it went down. Like, I think I think, I think Joel talked to, uh, was talking to one of the girls at the bar, and, like, and some, you know, some surfer dick didn't like it or it was the girl he liked or something. Uh-huh. So he starts talking all this shit. Uh-huh. And and uh, we're looking at the bartender like, you know, this guy's, you know, harassing our friends here and shit. You know, you got to do anything. He, he's like, whatever. Like, it must have been one of his buddies. He didn't even give a fuck, though. He was no else. So we were about to beat his fucking ass. <laughs> and uh, security uh, or the bouncer or whatever... Uh, fucking made us leave. Uh, like, we are the fucking problem. You, you can, know? You can take the boys out of West Virginia, but you can't take the West Virginia out of the boys. Well, dude, I'm not going to sit there and be clowned by some fucking uh, jock douchebag asshole. You know, I, that's just not going to happen. And you know, my friend Joel, he was, he was more ready to fucking beat his ass than I was. Okay. So, did you and, see, did you you see know, did you see a movie this week? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm making a dent in uh, in my Oscar uh, my Oscar list of movies to watch, and I went and saw American Hustle. All right, good. America needs this review. It's only been out since the middle of December. <laughs> so, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've planned on seeing it before, but uh, you know, time didn't allow. But uh, yeah, dude, it was really good. It, uh, you know, I, I had. After hearing so many different other reviews from people and hearing people tell me it was overrated and stuff, I didn't know what to expect. Uh-huh. But uh, I was really impressed. I really liked it. Um, I mean, you know, there's a little surprise in there. What was the surprise? Well, I mean, you don't want me to give away the surprise, do you? I mean, there's people that haven't seen it. Everyone's you seen it. You were the it. last guy. <laughs> I'm the last, <laughs> I'm the last guy. guy. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you know, a certain mob boss comes up from uh, Miami, and you don't know that this uh, this person's in the movie. Right. And uh, that was a surprise for me, and I was uh, that was really cool. No one told you De Niro was, was in the movie. Huh? No one told you De Niro was in the movie. No, he's not. He's not credited. They don't credit him because it's supposed to be a surprise. And now you just ruined it for all of America. Way to go! <laughs> First of all, <laughs> no one. No, no one close to the the country of America listens to this. And second of all, everyone's oh. seen it. Sorry. Well, yeah, dude, it was it was great. And wow, dude, Amy Adams, all those sexy little fucking dresses, looking smoking, dude. She was looking good. All right. So I like me some redhead Amy Adams, and you know, and Jennifer Lawrence was looking really good, of course. Okay. But she didn't have near enough revealing outfits and, and scenes. You weren't satisfied with uh, Jennifer Lawrence's outfits? Uh, she needed some more. She needed some of those Amy uh, Adams outfits, you know, the, the, with the half half of the outfit missing and a lot more side boob. Yeah, there's a lot of side boob in that movie. It makes me kind of pissed I missed out on the 1970s. <laughs> dude, that looks like a good time, dude. That's some great acting. I, I gotta give it five ice cream Five that ice cream really for American Hustle. And uh, you got like five more movies to watch, dude, before we can bet on the Oscars. Uh, yeah, you know, unless I can make something happen and get some Oscar experience for somebody, I just don't, I don't know if I'm going to have time to go watch five movies in a row. When does your job start? Uh, I, they told me it might start next week. Is there a reason next week? Mm-hmm. I've already done the paperwork. I did a bunch of stuff online for them last night. Well, dude. And they started the background check on me on Thursday. They you said, got... You got like what seven days till you start. You got five thousand dollars in the bank. Background check. Yeah, get to watching some movies, dude. Movies for the get to watching some movies. You're the movie critic. You just saw American Hustle. Come on. No, I'll, I'll, I'll see some more. I got I got someone working on. Uh, I got a connection that gets uh, Oscar screeners. So I'm I'm waiting uh, for a phone call back to see if I can knock out a couple that way. If not, I'll go back to the theater. And I'm just, I'm, I'm only watching uh, Best Picture movies. Is that, is that was what we agreed on? Is that right? Yeah, you got you got like five movies to watch, dude. There's ten nominees. <laughs> right. All right. All right. All right, so uh, we'll check in with you next week, dude. And uh, good to hear from you. Congratulations on the job. Congratulations on the drug test. Yeah. And uh, thanks for yeah. taking the call. No problem, dude. No problem. All right, buddy. All right, later, Later. <laughs> Always a pleasure. That's hilarious. You, you never... You got to go back and listen to some old episodes. He's yeah, a fucking yeah, yeah. character. Um, thanks for coming out to the Full Charge Power Hour. Nick oh, thanks, Yusuf, Yeah, thank you, dude. Thanks for fucking coming in. You were fantastic. <laughs> yeah, this was fun. Uh, tell them the name of your podcast again. Uh, the podcast I and Kevin Christie co-host is Occasionally Awesome. It's on All Things Comedy. Uh, you can follow Kevin on Twitter at Kevin G. Christie with a Y, and then follow me on Twitter at Nick Youssef, N-I-C-K-Y-O-U-S-S-E-F. Follow me at The Full Charge. Follow Craig Coleman at Team Coleman 76. Yeah. Eric Allen Wendell. Eric's only got like 400 followers. You guys got to get on this shit. At Eric Allen Wendell. Um, come see me at Nut Street Comedy Club on March 20th in Wilmington, North Carolina. Thanks for everything, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you. Peace out. Shouts out to Garrett Plummer once again. Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Window. Let's roll. Try to keep up. Turn up the AC stage. Eat up. Eat it up. Time to devour the full charge power hour. Really? Oh,